According to the National Crime Records Bureau, a woman in India is subjected to domestic violence every 4.4 minutes. One of the things that has happened during the COVID-19 lockdown is that the number of cases of domestic violence have surged massively, almost doubling in number, resulting in a situation that the United Nations describes as the shadow pandemic. The government's decision to open the liquor shops in the third phase of the lockdown is likely to interact with this growing problem in ways that could make it worse. Hey everyone, welcome to Change Begins, the weekly COVID podcast with me, Mahim, where we bring you up to speed with this week's stories of change, driven by citizens, along with an analysis by subject experts who delve deeper into the issue at hand. Continuing with our lockdown series, this week, we'll be talking about something that exists widely. Everyone knows about it, but it's conveniently brushed under the carpet all the time. That's right. We're talking about domestic violence and the impact of the COVID lockdown on it. Joining us on this episode are four women from different walks of life who are contributing to this conversation. We have Rekha Sharma, Chairperson of the National Women's Commission, Senior Indian Police Service Officer Anuradha Shankar, Women's Rights Activist Rituparna Chatterjee, and Meru Vashisht, who's come up with an innovative idea for victims to report domestic violence. Now, let's start with trying to understand the gravity of the situation by first talking to Rituparna, who's an independent journalist, workplace sexual harassment prevention activist, and Me Too campaigner. Hi, Rituparna. Uh, great to have you Hi. here. Uh, thank you for inviting me. So, there is this sense that incidents of domestic violence have really increased during the lockdown. What do you think? And um, could you help us look at the scale of the problem? Um, This is what activists around the world uh, call the shadow pandemic. Domestic violence is definitely on the rise in India. Uh, I have some figures in front of me. In early April, the National Commission for Women said that of the 587 complaints they received uh, between March 23rd and April 16th, 239 were of domestic violence. There were 123 cases of domestic violence recorded just between February 27 and March 22. So we are looking at a terrible situation. The UN Population Fund estimates that globally at least 15 million cases of domestic violence are going to be recorded this year. Wow, those are worrying numbers. But also, besides the obvious fact that women are trapped in with their tormentors in these times, How would you say that the lockdown makes it more challenging for victims of domestic abuse? Right. Um, Right now, millions of individuals are locked in with their abusers. So what we have to understand is with violent partners, children with abusive parents, queer individuals who are living in hostile homes are also, you know, accounted uh, among the people who are facing this right now. We have to assume that not everyone has privacy or financial security or the access to technology needed to escape this. There are domestic violence helplines working, um, but given the pandemic, the physical distancing from or removal of a victim from a hostile home is also a process that is under tremendous strain now. There's always the fear that, you know, the police will not register a case. There's already a stigma associated with such cases. But more than that, you know, with movements restricted, this is a huge challenge. So, for example, in instances where a person could have sought shelter in a parental home, a hotel or a colleague or friend's house is not possible to answer your question. And I mean, those are all real situations that women across the country find themselves in during these times. But then again, 
you think the problem takes um, several other forms besides the obvious ways which inform our understanding of domestic violence? Okay, so domestic violence is not just physical abuse. It is also the denial of birth control. It's the denial of contraceptives, which will lead to unwanted pregnancies and further, you know, poverty and dependence on abusers. It consists of mental abuse and harassment. Its trickle-down effect is trauma on children. It's direct abuse of children. It's forced marriages. It's denial of privacy and access to technology that, you know, keeps an individual connected to the outside world and hence, you know, to news and life-saving information. Right, Uh, so it's not just about physical violence. Various other dimensions come into play, including the shrinking of agency for women with regard to the decisions that they're allowed to make about their own bodies. Let's now go to Rekha Sharma, who's the chairperson of the National Commission for Women, a constitutional body, and get from her a sense of the problem. Hello, Ms. Sharma, welcome to the podcast. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making me part of Change Begins. Now, ma'am, there is a huge surge in the number of domestic abuse complaints the NCW has been receiving during the lockdown. There are several reports on it as well. Is there a specific lockdown-related response mechanism that the NCW has put in place? Yes, the number of complaints we have received online are more than what we used to receive earlier before the lockdown. But the number of complaints have increased because not only NCW is receiving, but the state commissions all over India, they are also receiving complaints on domestic violence. In second week of lockdown only, NCW started WhatsApp number for the domestic violence victims where they can reach and we have also made a group of people who are working on these complaints 24 by 7, reaching out to victims, coordinating with police and victim and also sometime help them in shifting to their parents' home or if they want to shift to any hostel or uh, shelter home, we also help them in that. Right. And ma'am, if a situation does arise, what according to you should a victim of domestic violence do? I mean, what should be their first step? Firstly, I would say that victims have have to talk about their problem. Uh, Mostly it's been seen that in domestic violence, people don't go out and ask for help. First thing is they need to reach to the police and dial 100 number. But if they can't reach, then they should talk to their neighbors. They can reach to some NGOs, they can reach to us. You can reach to state commissions, you can reach 181, which is a, a women helpline in most of the states have got these helpline 181, so they can easily reach to them. Remember that uh, you are not the culprit, you are the victim and you must talk. So those are some of the provisions laid out by the NCW and other state women's commissions to insulate women from this scourge that is domestic abuse. Now, one recent development that has come into effect only over the last couple of days is the sale of alcohol, which has been allowed by several state governments across the country. Now, how does that affect numerous families across the country who are confined in their homes? The World Health Organization says alcohol can be a contributing factor to domestic violence. It may increase the frequency and severity of violence and is more likely to result in injury. The WHO also says that alcohol reduces self-control and leaves people less capable of negotiating tensions within relationships. We are joined with Anuradha Shankar, who is the additional director general of police in Madhya Pradesh. 
Ma'am, do you think the sale of alcohol uh, will create more difficulties for women who are already dealing with domestic abuse uh, during these times? One aspect of domestic violence is the presence of alcohol within the family. शराब की दुकानें जब खुलती हैं और पुरुष को अपने हाथ में शराब की बोतल मिलती है तो फिर वो दुनिया का महाराजा हो जाता है और वो बिल्कुल ही नहीं सोचता कि वो क्या कर रहा है और इसमें हिंसा की घटनाएं ज़्यादा बढ़ती हैं मेरा ये मानना है कि शराबखोरी को रोक पाने से हम घरेलू हिंसा में बहुत कमी कर सकते हैं सो माई सजेशन इज़ एनी डिस्ट्रिक्ट एडमिनिस्ट्रेशन विच हैज़ प्लान टू ओपन सेल ऑफ एल्कोहल must also have proper sops ready for protection of women and other vulnerable groups from domestic violence that's an interesting point by ms shankar about um, having a standard operating procedure in place for a more effective response to uh, domestic violence situations that are caused by alcoholism talking of out of the box thinking let's talk to meru vashish who came up with a very interesting idea to combat this problem she basically asks the government of india to enable women across india to report domestic abuse using the government's flagship arogya setu app isn't that interesting hi meru how did you come up with this idea and do you really think the arogya setu app could serve this purpose effectively Hi I'm Meru my friend Arushi and I have started a change.org petition asking the Arogya Setu team to include an alert in their app for domestic abuse survivors this petition started with the trigger of domestic abuse rising across the country and globally so we interviewed survivors and their trusted people and we realized that in other times or in what you call normal times a lot of survivors could access helplines or transportation to either seek help or escape abuse that is what is not happening today uh with that we realized that we have to find a way for survivors to kind of signal trouble when it arises and do so discreetly because confined in the house with the abuser gives you very limited privacy we came across the arogya setu app which at that point had some 10 million users and the app was promoted by the prime minister himself which means a lot and was accepted by the people and was being uh, downloaded at a very high rate and then we studied the app and we realized that the app already has things that makes it very suitable for a possible alert for domestic abuse a it has a reach now the reach is of 8 crore indians 8 crore indians you can imagine how many domestic abuse survivors would be in the 8 crore indians second it has location tracking features with which somebody can actually go and you know uh, find the house where the alert has been risen uh, access to volunteers so when you onboard on, uh, on the app you are asked whether you want to volunteer with the government of india so it gives us a network of volunteers spread across neighborhoods we designed then dire response mechanism around it and are now awaiting the arogya setu team the government of india the ministry of women and child development to kind of take action Great. We really hope, Meru, that the government heeds your call and the Arogya Setu, which is a very popular app, becomes the latest vehicle to help women stand up against domestic abuse. In fact, Meru has started a campaign on Change.org seeking support for her idea to combat domestic abuse. So we've explored different aspects of domestic violence during the COVID lockdown. The availability of alcohol, uh, which is a recent development, might just end up creating an enabling environment um, for such incidents to increase further. The NCW, women's bodies, and the police are doing their bit. But the question is, will it be enough to stop the rising tide of domestic abuse, especially during these literally constraining circumstances? That's all that we have for you in this episode of Change Begins. Log on to our website, change.org, to check out the range of issues that we are working on. 
You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube. If you have any comments or suggestions, do write to us. That's all for now. Thank you for listening.